All right, Charlie, we're back in the saddle. Back riding in the saddle. We're on the we're in the saddle. We're in the bellied up. Are we on the same horse? Yeah. Yeah, we presented are. Presented by Fleet Fun. Why are you putting your head in your hand like that? I, it's an honest question. You said we're back in the saddle, you know? Maybe it's like, you know, well, we started off rough. I'll we're tell be- you that. We're, we're bellied up to the bar. Bellied up to the in bar. In a saddle. Same saddle. Yeah. Same saddle, different horse. Uh, and uh, bellied up is presented by Fleet Farm. Yes, it is. Charlie, it's deer opener weekend in some states this deer weekend. Deer opener. It's a deer opener. Well, the deer, the deer. Kind of holds a, uh, the deer opener kind of holds a special place in our heart. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the time of year where family and friends come together to pass out in different deer stands. Yes. You know? Fall asleep. Fall asleep. With, with a gun. <laughs> Hopefully... If you're going to be sleeping, yeah, gun safety. You got to do the gun safety. Now, for the young hunters, should should we give them the the tips, the basics? All right. So I'll go. We'll just ping pong. Uh, I'll go first. Obviously, when in doubt, hold your gun straight up in the air. Yes. Straight up in the air. Okay. If you know what you're doing, you can aim the barrel to the ground. But if you're a young buck. That's how you shoot your foot off. Ah, so see just what you did there. Yeah, yeah, you like that? Yeah. Young buck, a little spike. So anyway, gun straight up in the air. What's your uh, uh, safety? Most tip? of the time, have your safety on. Mm-hmm. You most know, of the time. There's some rare instances like where you can just. When you see a deer. Yeah. You know? Or you were, you know, you're just kind of lazy. You're walking through the woods. You no. might see a deer. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. We, that's I, dangerous. I, yeah, that that's dangerous. Yep. Yep, Miles was doing that, uh, kids, so I could tell him that he was wrong. Yes. And it's okay to be that wrong. That was a test. That was a test to Charlie to see if he caught. I did. You should always have your safety on. I have that safety on. And no drinking blues. Tell after you're done hunting. When you're at deer camp. Then you can get lit up like a Christmas tree until then. Sober as a ghost. Or go sober. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I, I imagine if they drank, it would just go right through. That's <laughs> that is true. If I would, I think ghosts though are the ones that haven't quite made it to you know like the the heaven or hell or whatever. So they're kind of in purgatory. Is that how? I don't. I, I'm kind of blending Catholicism in, with ghost beliefs. If I right ended now. up in purgatory, I'm drinking a lot. That's what I'm saying. So I bet ghosts. Uh, do drink, so maybe sober as a ghost is not a good analogy. Yeah, do they have beer in heaven? There's a song that in heaven there is no beer. So I'm trying to drink as much as I can in purgatory. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what they do have in heaven, though, if they don't have beer. It's probably something pretty good. I don't know. Probably a good concoction. Well, we'll have to be good and see if we can't find out. So anyway, yeah, safety on, uh, point the gun up. Is there anything else? I don't think so. Pretty much it. orange. We're orange, which is crazy because the deer are colorblind. You know, we've talked oh, yeah. about this oh, yeah. before. Yeah. But uh, where I was going with that, oh, the yeah. whole uh, special for us, it's because Charlie every year tries to get me to dress up in a deer costume. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because it's worked out so well for us. Cal versus deer. Uh, I won't call it a masterpiece, but uh, everybody else seems to. So um, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't call it that either. But <laughs> I think like the Smithsonian thing. Yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, it's playing there in the television above the. I just remember we shot that video and we were just like, I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then people loved it. And then so they now, loved it. And we were like, really? In two days, you're going to have me dressed up as a deer again. Third time. I'm hoping that the costume fits a little bit better than well, last time I put it on. Why? Was it a little tight? It was a little tight. You've been uh, working out, though. Yeah. I mean, my muscles are a lot bigger I can see now. it. I yeah. can see it just. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, How's that personal trainer? I feel like we've talked about this quite a I bit. Know, on you the, love bringing it up. I don't really care to talk about it, Charlie. I, I so. just I want to know what your pension now. Uh, not going to lie. 135. Wow. Yeah. 135. Yeah. So like the bar plus a few of the smaller weights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just my warm up, though. That's that's what I warm up with. So um, good for you. You did a video about fair weather deer hunting. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yep. Was I, that the documentary of how you hunt? I, I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm a big, so, like, you know, I, I grew up, we didn't have, um, obviously, hunters, but we didn't have the land. My uncle did have some land for a little bit, but, uh, you know, that went away. Yeah, we don't got to talk about that. We don't, yeah, bummer. It was nice. It was over there in um, Wapaka, kind of a... Outskirts of Wapaka, if you can imagine. And that was nice. We went up there uh, deer hunting, turkey hunting, and then that land went away. So I did. I went out um, last year. I did bow hunting. And this year I have not gone out yet. The problem with me is that I've been uh, uh, doing the, the comedy, stand-up comedy. And when you're on the road a lot, you're not, you're not making time for the important things like deer hunting. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to say I'm a fair-weather deer hunter. You know I'd be lying what I got to say to you, Charlie, though? Is, is, I, the, is the comedy show thing worth it if you don't get to deer hunt? To be honest with you, I've started to reassess some things and I'm redoing my schedule, especially for next year. And there are things that I want to do, deer hunting being one of them. Um, and I'm going to put it on the schedule. Okay. And then once it's it, on the it schedule. It does change. It's the same time every year. I know. So. Once it's on the schedule. Then I'm I'm just gonna plan it out like a, a show, just like when you went pheasant hunting and you asked me, and I said I I'm putting it on the six schedule. Six months ago, I'm putting it on the schedule, and I, what did I do? I put it on the schedule. What happened? Two you, days before I bailed. You bailed. I, if anyone wants to know what kind of buddy Charlie Barons is, he's a guy that'll tell you he's coming, and then two days before just bail. On I'm you. a good bailer though, so if if you're ever out on a boat, you just bring me along. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. What kind of hunter are you? I'm somewhere in between. I want to be someone who tries. Yeah, I do too. But then it's like, you know, a Tuesday before opener and you're like, oh shit, I haven't sighted in my <laughs> rifle. Um, where did I leave my my uh, hunting pants? You yeah. know, all it's just, I want to be someone who is constantly doing, like, I want to like, Spray my stuff down with the stuff, the scent killer. Yeah, right. I want to use like non smelling soap the few days before. Yeah. I don't. Look, never done it. I mean, I don't bow hunt. So I just mm -hmm. been, I just do rifle hunt. Yeah. And that's probably good because yeah. otherwise I would just be, I'd never hit a, never get a deer ever because they'd smell me a mile away. Yeah. I mean, the booze from the night before. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that is true. There, there is a lot of planning, and I, if I know you and me, uh, just the way I know you, you and me, is we are not planners. No, we are just the worst. Just, yeah. like, like, well, that's a good. Thing. Look at this. We're shooting this podcast two <laughs> days before it's supposed to come out. I know. You know. So. Yeah, it's how it goes. That's how it happen. goes. 
But I, uh, we got some good callers today. Yeah, should we get to it? We're going to get to some callers, and uh, I think it's going to be fun to be back in the same saddle. Back in the same saddle. Different horses, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do the sure. math on that. Yeah. It's like a, like a sidecar. It's just a really long <laughs> saddle that drapes over two of them. Yeah. That could be cool. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Hello. Who do we got Hello. on the line? Oh, this is Rob. Rob, where are you from? Where are you at? Well, I'm from the hallowed grounds, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay. Not a boy, Rob. <laughs> what do you think about them Packers this year? Ay, uh, caramba. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that phrase in a while. Yeah. Ay, caramba. It's a tough one, but you hang in there, you know? You hang in there and you, you, you call the one Bears fan or two, you know, and you call them and you say, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the years of calling you, talking crap about your terrible team. And then you ask them for advice. How do, how do they live with such a terrible team for so many years? You know, and, and you well, hope you, can- you know, you know, that's, that's funny. You should say that because. My fiance's family is all Bears fans. Oh, so you're surrounded by, are they telling you at this point, I told you so? You guys are going to have a great topics at Christmas this year. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. How are they reacting to you, your wife's family? Are they upset? Uh, They're probably upset with the Bears. The Bears are doing awful this year, too. But they're used to that. I know, but they... they don't want to watch football with me. Let's put it that way. Okay. okay. Even still, I see. Well, what'd you call in for if it wasn't to lament yeah, about the belly pack? up to the bar with us? What do you got on your mind? So, so I got some. I need some advice from you, from you folks. Uh, I got two big things happening in my life. Okay. I I just bought a house. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. And the second one is I got engaged just last October, so I'm planning a wedding. Oh, dead man walking. Dead man (laughs) walking. So you bought a house and you're planning a wedding. How's your pocketbook feeling these days? Probably not too good, huh? No, no, it's not. So uh, what, what advice are you looking for when it comes to that? Well, I mean, I know that... Uh, from listening to the podcast, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of talking about well your wedding. Yep. So uh, I don't know what what do you got for uh, what do you got for tips and tricks for me? What do you got? All right, so you're looking for tips and tricks about planning a wedding. One, if you're thinking about doing a bunch of yard games and stuff, I don't know what time of year it is. But, you know, a bunch of cornhole, giant Jenga, giant connect for all that. You, you don't need that. People want to do two things at a wedding. One, they want to drink. And two, they want to talk shit about the wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So all you got to do is true. make sure there's booze there and you yeah. got to make sure you do something. That's a little bit questionable, so it gives some something for everyone to talk yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of distract <laughs> them. Give them the one thing that everyone can say. It was a great wedding, except for that, like... Wasn't that... Yeah, wasn't that weird? Yeah. You want people to be saying that. <laughs> yeah. They, they, Nothing they, brings a group of people, the two families together more 
than talking shit about something that you did. Yeah. Get yourself a big taxidermy, like the ugliest <laughs> taxidermy deer you can find and yep. just hang it in the uh, the right next to the drinks at the reception. Maybe have a weird unity ceremony. You know? Oh, what is that? No. Like uh, where people usually do like the two things of sand that they pour oh, together yeah, or light yeah, a candle, yeah. but yeah. just do something weird, you know, maybe like uh, you guys ride in on horses to the ceremony, something like that. Just anything a little bit out of the ordinary. The rest of the wedding can be normal. Just you need one thing for him to talk shit about. Have your wedding car, your like getaway car after you get married, be a hearse. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> yes, you know, because you're like, what? It was cheaper, and who can argue or, with that? Or better yet, just have a hearse parked out front, and no, you don't even need just yeah, just that's have it true. parked there, and everyone's gonna be like, did you see that hearse? Yeah, yeah who would What's, park a hearse there? And this, then maybe I thought this is a wedding; it's not a funeral. Yeah, they'll blame the 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 church for it. That yeah. way, they blame the church; they're not even blaming you. Yeah, so there you have it yeah so, get them to blame one of the institutions not you know your deal so are, are you what, what do you think you? your fiance is going to be in on this or not oh I, I think she is she's uh she's very big into uh, uh murders and and scary <laughs> mysteries and stuff like, like that so. okay yeah <laughs> Maybe have like uh, uh <laughs> maybe have <laughs> maybe the guest book be signing like murder mystery books or something or uh, uh just bloody fingerprints. Yeah. Just have a vial of blood for people to dip their fingers in. Yeah, or just or no, just take some <laughs> fake blood and just drip it down the aisle and then just see if anyone notices. Yeah. Something like that if you're into murder mystery stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Turn your wedding into a, uh, oh. a, a an escape room. Yes. Turn the wedding into an escape room. Hide keys and stuff <laughs> underneath the chairs. You know, Hire um, a real murderer, you know? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, you know, not not to really murder. Do you guys already have something that... Real. Do you guys already have something that you don't want to do, but your fiance wants to do? Uh, well, the, uh, the groom and groomsmen versus, uh, bridesmaids is, uh, is way out of whack. She's got, I think, 10 or 11 and I got five. So perfect. Perfect. You don't got to do anything else. Everyone's going to be talking shit behind your guys' back about the unbalance between (laughs) the groomsmen, the bridesmaids. That's perfect. They're gonna they're gonna be talking a lot. Of, I don't know who they who are they gonna be talking more. Here, I'll talk smack about hey. him. You talk smack about her right now. Okay, about her. Like, oh, jeez, do you see that? He can't even find five more friends. What yeah, the hell? I I don't know what her deal is, but I think she's got a lot of fake friends. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's no way you have that many best friends. I know. It's like how many sisters does she have? If yeah. it's not five, there's no way. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Like, it's so mean to make her friends buy all new dresses for this wedding. That's so much Seriously. extra money spent on this. And imagine how many, like, do you think, like, they brought extra gifts to, like, the the the, the party? What do they call those parties? The reception? I, I don't know. What what do they call those parties? Do you think they brought extras for him because he didn't have enough friends yeah. at his What thing? is up with these millennials these days? They think everyone's got to have a trophy. I know. Everyone's got to be a bridesmaid. Are these drinks free, <laughs> by the way? This better not be a cash bar. Time out. Is this not an open bar this oh wedding my sucks god you know what but it was a nice wedding it was not, i mean it was they, a nice they wedding clearly loved each a little other weird that they had so many bridesmaids <laughs> versus the groomsmen but it was a good one it was a good way so there you go that's the shit talk that's, that they're gonna say but now that we you got know, it out that now you know that's wild. what's gonna happen you don't even gotta worry about it on the day yeah 
We brought it out to the light. How does that feel? I I can't wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I actually was at a wedding uh, within the last couple of years where there was three maids of honors. So it's going to be same church, different pew for you guys. Um, just know that you'd rather be talking crap about that than talking crap about the food. Cause that's true. That's maybe the cardinal sin of a wedding is the food's bad and the and there's not enough booze. So if you can get those two things right, I think you're going to have a pretty baller wedding. And also, I just want to clarify, I think you have a lot of friends, okay? <laughs> I just want to clarify. Yeah, and I'm sure all your, your fiance's well, uh, friends are all great gals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We well, were just uh, your guys' your guys's invitations are in the mail. So oh, nice. Well, we'll we, you know what? We'll go. We'll show up there and we'll kick some ass of anyone who's talking shit about your yeah. wedding there. Okay. Or we'll, you know, you know, Charlie, it it's uh, it's right in that that nice town of Fond du Lac. Oh, you're getting married oh, in Fond du Lac. That's Louise. a hop, skip, and a jump. I'll bring right down Grandma Sue over. I'll bring Aunt Mary Please too. Do. Yeah. Please uh, do. What where are you getting married at that nice new hotel they put up there? No, we're getting married at the the golf course out there. What is it? Whispering oh, uh gosh, you're getting Whispering married something. there. Can you believe they're getting married at a golf course of all I mean, places? Why couldn't they just do it at a church? You know, geez, I can't even and these drinks, I guarantee you we're gonna have to pay yeah. for and uh, I had to park you're my not car only paying like a for the month. booze, you're paying for the little custom stir sticks I they see got. Golfers like, uh, right here. How tacky. I see golfers. Oh my gosh. You know, I uh, that is a beautiful golf course, I will tell you. <laughs> That's when you walk up to them. You know, you know, that place is great. I've done it. Wow, must be nice having enough money to get married at a golf course. Yeah. Do they have to throw their money in our faces? Jeez, we get it. You're rich, okay? I mean, yeah, we get it. You're rich. Like, you could afford to have that many bouquets with that many bridesmaids. Yeah. I'm just going to take my present away. Do you think they'll notice? Of course not. Um, yeah, that's a great spot. I got to put man. more money in the card now. <laughs> No, I'm sure it'll be a great way. Yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> I have done a show. I've done a couple shows there, a couple performances. It's a nice spot. Oh, it's a great spot right yeah. out by the pool. Yeah. Right? There's a pool. Who out has there. a wedding by a pool? <laughs> right? You know, there's kids running around. They could fall in. Did he drop off? Yeah, he's like, all right, I've had Come enough. <laughs> this is so mean. Are you still there? He's at work. He's at work. <laughs> He's at work. He's totally at work. He's at work. And he doesn't want to get fired because then he can't pay for the wedding. I want to hear what he's saying. What's that? What were you doing? What the hell? We we were giving you gold there. That was a gold bit. And you, you left us. I was there. Oh, what were you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was there. I just are wasn't at, laughing. Are you, are you at work right now? I am. I was getting yelled at. Oh, <laughs> man. Hey. Don't get fired. You won't be able to pay for this expensive golf wedding. Yeah. And I'm coming. So, and our drinks uh, going to be free or no? Yeah. Okay. Wow. There we go. That, by the way, that is. Notice how his tone's changing now. He's I, real nervous. We'll, we'll got to let him go. We don't want him to get fired. No, we don't want you to get fired. And by the way, if your drinks aren't free, that's fine too because people can pay for their own crap. Yeah. Mm. Um, but at least you know. That everyone's going to be, uh, you know, talking a little bit of crap, but you want that. Don't you don't want them to talk crap about the good stuff. So. All right. Yeah. We'll let you get back to work. Sorry for holding you up here. It's all good. All right. Tell your folks I said, hey. Okay. And watch out for deer. Can't wait to be at your wedding. 
<laughs> you as well. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. bye. <laughs> you got to talk in the microphone, Charlie. Why? Uh, I mean, he like, he got yelled at, huh? His tone changed so fast. And we were on a roll. Yeah, we were really, we were cooking with it. Yeah. Um. So. Do you think, was that it? Because he got really, he got kind of mad at the end. I, th- I hope he knew that we were just kidding about all that. Yeah, I don't think it was us. I think it was, was like, it us? he I said he paranoid. got yelled at. That's my Midwest thing. I get paranoid. I mean, I I was kidding. I don't give a shit if you have an open bar. I mean, no, we nice don't care about where. He's just at work. Yeah, he just is at work. He's at um, work. You know, that's, plus, getting married on a golf course is classy. It's class act. It's yeah. a nice golf I know the golf course he's talking about. Is um, it nice? It's nice. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's probably spendy. But uh, I don't know how much it is. Yeah, hopefully he didn't get yelled at that too bad. Yeah, now we're gonna we're gonna feel <laughs> we bad. We gotta start doing these world. podcasts later in the day so people don't call in during work. Yeah, he definitely got chewed out, and we were just going. We were still going. He's probably. Like, I wonder how long he was getting chewed out while we were going. They were probably like, "Who are you talking to?" He's like, "My wife." And then it's us going, "Oh yeah, you know if you." <laughs> <laughs> At a spendy golf course. Yeah. <laughs> See, told you, my wife. Okay. Oh God! All, All right. right. Hello. Well, hey there. How, who do we got on the this line? Is, <laughs> this is uh, Dave Elliott. I'm calling from the Chicagoland area. What was your name? Dave. Dave. Dave from the Chicago land. Which land in Chicago are you from, Dave? Oh man, I've lived in almost a, whole, a good number of the suburbs that I'm currently calling from Carroll Stream. Oh, okay, Colonel Stream. Carroll 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 Stream. Yeah. I didn't even know where Carroll Stream is. I never is. even knew good. there was a Carroll Stream. I'm gonna confess that. Yeah, Carroll's got a stream. Yeah, wow. for sure. Uh, so <laughs> what's going? You, you're actually more. You're actually more right about that. I thought it was named for a body of water, but it was named for a person. Really? Indeed. And her, oh, her name is Carroll Stream then. Wow. She sounds like a good, good gal. Yeah, she does. Uh, we'll have to look her up on the Wikipedia, find out what makes her so special she gets a city named after her. But good for Carol. Dave, though, <laughs> let's shift focus to you now. What's going on? What brings you here oh. today? Well, big fan of the podcast and of you guys and saw that the number was posted. thought I'd give it a try. Well, so I'm honored to talk to you both. No, yeah, we're honored I'm to glad, talk to you. Thanks glad for you called in. Why don't you belly up to the yeah. bar with us, though, and tell us on your mind. What, what do you got? Oh, well, sure. So, uh, one of the things I'm wondering about is I always love the, the bits that, uh, Charlie, you make about Father Tom. Oh, yeah. Father always, Tom. Always laugh a bit. And the reason why I make some laugh because I myself am a pastor. And, okay. uh Wow, you're a pastor. Dave, hey, the pastor's on the show. Hey, different church, same altar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're more right in a lot of ways. That's, I think you're right. There's so many different denominations and connections that actually make us more united than separate. But You know what? I'm already that. starting to uh, yeah, feel a little bit like... Uh, Feeling good. I'm feeling the pastorness like come yeah, through. I you mean, know, he's he's preaching to us, and we don't even know it. I'm picking know? up what he's oh. preaching out right now. So, well, there we go. So continue. Uh, yeah, where are you, <laughs> pastor at, Dave? So actually, I'm calling from uh, from work right now. I finally uh, calmed down a bit here in the afternoon. Our uh, congregation has a food pantry here in the building, and uh, they uh, they go through one o'clock, and it's really busy throughout them, and finally quiets down a little bit. So. It's, 
Oh, got nice. Some time to actually buckle down and get some work done. Did, but did you get permission? Your number. And- did you get permission from your boss, God, to call in today, or what? Yeah. Oh. Did God tell you to call well, in? I can't say directly. I try to pray often, but you know the way God speaks is always really interesting and. I've never heard a burning bush or a loud booming voice, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> but he did have, he, a, he brought you the number today. So I think that that's, yeah. uh, I think that's a sign right there. By the you way, know, what, be. what's the food pantry? If people are in town and around, want to bring food over where they, where can they bring it? Yeah. So it's a, it's a part of an organization called neighborhood food pantries. It's here in our, uh, we host one of their pantry sites and, um, so I've, Ooh, what is the website for them? I think it's just nfp.org. And uh, my uh, congregation site is Lutheran Church of the Master. That's where they can bring donations and such. They're always looking to, to do more good here in the community, which is fantastic. Hell there yeah. you got it. Dave, but, I got a question. And, Miles, you just said sure. hell yeah to a pastor. Chase Louise, you know. So, hell no. Sorry about meant. that, Pastor hell Dave. No. no. Yeah. No, do not apologize. Words are words. All words are words. Well, in that case, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a question. When you're a pastor and you're okay. up there pastoring, okay, what are the things that you see? What are the telltale signs that someone in your pews is not listening? Ooh. Mm. Well, I don't want to be ratting anybody out. Well, I'm not asking you to rat anybody out. I'm asking you to rat everybody out. This is what Uh, all people do when they're trying. Mostly me and Charlie are wondering is if (laughs) if the priest or pastor can tell that we're not paying attention. Yeah. How do you know? You know, I'd I'd say it's 50-50. What what tends to grab my attention is uh, my two boys in the congregation are making noise. That always makes me smile. I don't know if they're trying to get dad's attention or what, but that always makes it smile. I think motion might be the biggest thing. If somebody's walking up and leaving. Ah, yeah, that's a good sign. That'll be a good (laughs) What about uh, if they're sitting there? Now, I'm not saying that I ever do this move. I'm not saying that I've ever seen it happen. It probably doesn't. But if someone were to happen be crossing their arms with their chin in their chest, with their eyes closed, and every once in a while their head bobs a little bit, is that a good sign that they're not listening, or are they listening so intently that they are <laughs> their body's giving out? Yeah, that's you a know, good it, question. It, it could be, it could be both, could be both. But I, if, that, if I ever see that happening, I kind of take the same approach I did when I was a, a high school math teacher before I became a pastor. That. If that student is falling asleep or that parishioner might be starting to doze, well, then shoot, that might be what they need the most right there in that moment. Yeah, you know what? We need more pastors like you. He just needs a nap. (laughs) Give him a nap. Do do you have uh, nap space in the uh, church? or If I'm falling asleep in church, should I just continue sleeping or should I just go home and take a nap? Should I excuse myself and say, you know what? God's telling me to take a nap right now. What do you think? No, I don't think you need. I don't think you need to excuse yourself. No. All right. No. Yeah. Just right so, there. Snooze in church. Sawing logs while he's trying to preach. Yeah. <laughs> what if? What if Miles snores? What if? What if he brings some snore into your? I'm guessing. What if? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Why? Because well. I got a big neck. <laughs> Actually, no. I've heard you. I've heard you. Okay. Remember that cabin? Yeah. 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 Uh, Ooh, uh, 
Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't need to tell everyone about our special yeah, trip to the camp. I almost worked to, almost worked to incorporate it in somehow, but I think you kind of started to drive around a bit of my, my question. I mean, we've just uh, come through two years of uh, pandemic technically still in it. And I'm wondering for any perhaps church you guys have ever been in, what is something that has made you feel comfortable or welcome there? Because the church has this phrase they love to say all the time that all are welcome. I certainly believe okay. all right. that it's tr- that it's true, but sometimes it gets, you know, overused yep. as more all are welcome as long as you're like us. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> all right. So the question is, you're wondering what really makes you feel comfortable at a church? Not yeah. just, you know, not just all talk saying everyone's welcome. What actually makes you com- feel comfortable? And I'll just jump out ahead right. here first. Number one thing that makes me feel comfortable at a church is if they got snacks. If there's a snack when I walk okay. in, I can tell you this much. I'm going to be uh, already like, okay, you got me. I'm now ready to snack, <laughs> sit down, and listen. Miles is a snacks guy. So. I don't know if you could tell that about okay. me, but I like snacks. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's very uh, interesting. Now, Maybe complimentary coffee is also a big oh, one. Yeah. Oh, well. oh, yeah. For sure, yeah, we're... Lutherans, they've always got coffee. It may not always be great coffee, but there's always some somewhere. See, yeah. that's different from Catholics. Catholics uh, don't have any of that in church. Uh, the, sometimes, though, one Sunday a month, you leave and they got a donut day for some reason in the back, and yeah. then you can go get a or, donut. Or the or like the Lions made breakfast for everyone. The, the, the Lions, Lions Club. Club. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah or the Rotary or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so Charlie and I both grew up Catholic, so... Uh, yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm actually... Yeah. You bringing coffee to the table i mean that's pretty good that now sounds pretty good usually all we get every sunday is a sip of wine and that's it you know and i always thought about this uh pastor dave you know let's yeah. say uh you know you, you uh, the the spirit of what you're saying i think is that uh you're trying to make sure all people sort of feel welcome there do you ever like uh just go out to the bars and do some recruiting you know you ever just start doing some recruiting there you know like hey what are you doing I'm talking later over at the spot. You ever do it? I mean, priests, you know. Uh, oh, you do. Do you have a bar Bible study? That's a good way to kind do of, it. Yeah. So uh, the first call I was in, I had it. We called it Drink in the Word. And uh, then looking to start it up here in my new congregation as well. I haven't had the opportunity much yet because of pandemic stuff. But indeed, yeah, starting with a more discussion-based kind of Bible study. We hold it in just, uh, some local establishment nearby and kind of put up a sign that hey this is who we are this is what we're doing and i think another yeah. good way to make everyone feel welcome is use lots of sports analogies right yeah you uh you you want to do uh if you're doing the uh the parable of the prodigal son right that's right oh, yeah. that, you could do the parable you, you could ahead. do uh hey it'd be like if brett Favre left the packers <laughs> Went to the Vikings. <laughs> and then defrauded the state of Mississippi. And then went back to the Packers and won a Super Bowl, right? Uh, like that's what you could you could use oh, those man. analogies that could that everyone can relate to. I can't relate to, yeah. you know, the whole uh the actual story of well, it, but I can relate to that. Well, I get right, it. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what parables were. They were he's just trying to relate a story of something known to that particular community at that particular time. So let's, yeah, they always got to be retold. Yeah, let's re uh, let's re update the parables for now. That'd be kind of cool, like Pastor Dave's updated parables. So you just take all the parables with Jesus in them, and then you just make them all about the bar and fishing and hunting sports. and sports. And then uh, before you know it, you know, you got your own uh, book you can sell. It'll be a New York Times bestseller right yeah, there. And you want to make sure you use cool hip lingo. You know, it's not your wife. It's your old ball and chain. You want to use terms like Ooh. that. And then people will be paying attention. Yeah. The it. old ball and chain. New lingo. Yeah. <laughs> n- hasn't Miles's lingo sure hasn't been updated since 1954. Oh, marriage, in the, marriage in the Bible is already complicated enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that, well, actually, that one doesn't need to be updated. That's still the same. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, there's. Yeah, you can't put a definition of biblical marriage out there. There's just so many different examples in there. It's like, wait, what? No. Yeah, that's true. That is that is very true. You know, I, I think the Bible's interesting because I think, you know, a lot of people really try is. to say stuff, you know, because the Bible says Are you just saying it. that because you have a pastor on the line? <laughs> no, Tell I'm the not. Tell the truth, I'm not, I'm not. I'm being honest. I, th- I think if you if you read the Bible, back me up on this, Pastor How Dave. Ma- have you ever oh, read the me. Bible? I've read the ton of the Bible. Okay. Yeah. Not just a couple lines that they made you read read in cdc class no i wrote enough lines for my stand-up bit as well uh but i i will (laughs) say the 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 bible says so many things that whatever you think the bible says and you're telling people you gotta do this because the bible says it i think that says more about you than does the bible because the bible says almost everything if you read it closely i think i think you're spot on charlie yeah you can you can pretty much make the bible say whatever you want like if you if you have an idea of what you're trying to say, you're going to find something in there that'll back you up. Yeah, it's got to be the it's got to be the backwards of you got to read it for what the uh, scriptures are trying to say to you. Right. Here's a Bible verse. Uh, I think what you're talking about is interpretation. Interpretation. Yeah. yeah inter- oh, now Miles, it's you all should about interpretation. You, Pastor Dave, you should look at the way Miles is looking at me Pastor right now. Pastor Dave, can you? Oh no. He's looking at me like he's a he's a freaking philosopher. He's, he's dang was... near rubbing his beard. You know. Um. <laughs> Pastor Dave, if you wouldn't mind mm-hmm. rifling through the Bible for me quick and finding out how oh. I can, uh, where it says in there that I can drink 100 beers oh. at the bar on weekends so then I can tell my fiance that I just did it because the Bible Ooh. said so, that would be... I don't know if you're going to... I don't know if you're going to find scripture saying that, but... No, but, it's a, but we can interpret it that way. Of, just something we ah. can interpret that way. I don't know. There is the first miracle of the Jesus where he turned the water to wine. Okay. Boom. There All it right. is. And by wine, they meant beer. And they meant that <laughs> you have to drink it all because you can't take it home with you. Boom. Boom. Hundred beers. Boom. Wow. Look at that. You uh, really. You if you want that, sure, it can be there. But <laughs> you're going to find some more support for beer from Martin Luther himself. He was quite the beer drinker. Martin Luther. Oh, jeez. Oh, so Why'd you have to bring Martin Luther that's into this? A t- that's you where know? you, that's where me, Charlie, and you have a little bit of a yeah, divide. We should have left Martin Luther. Uh, <laughs> this is why I don't hold the door for Lutherans, because yes. they might just nail oh, another 95 no. theses to it, Father. Yeah. And it's a glass door. <laughs> I just called you Father Pastor. That's what I meant. Oh, no. That's okay. 
Martin Luther, good I, guy, you know, probably, no, he, I, you know, yeah, he's a good guy. You know, he had his pluses and minuses. He was good with a hammer. Good. I with, mean, I don't necessarily, <laughs> I don't necessarily blame him. I don't like going to confession. You know? <laughs> I know. Neither. You know, it would be so nice to be able to just lie in bed the next day and be like, hey, God, sorry about last night. <laughs> we good for today or what? <laughs> you know, that would yeah. be, but, you know. Yeah, it's how it goes. Well, anyway, did you learn anything here, uh, Pastor Dave, or did we just uh, lower your uh, uh, faith in uh, humanity? Oh, God, nothing lowered at all. Not at all. It's just, no, I love the, uh, I, a lot of my, a lot of my members are, are former Catholics, and so it's a familiar familiar ball game for sure. That was just such a dig there. That that was such a low-key dig, Pastor Dave. Just a bunch of Martin Luther sitting there. All the the people filling my pews every Sunday, they used to be Catholics, you know? I I see. I said there's so much more that you the same between all sorts of Christianity than there is that's different. That is true. God is love and all who live in love live in God. That's a Bible quote. So, you know, if you live in love... Or you live in God. You live in the same thing, Miles. Just think about that. And wow. I love you. I love, love you, Charlie. Yeah. And I love me because I love my neighbor like I love myself. Amen. Right? That's wow. the line. Well, there you uh, go. Pastor Dave, like I, I think we all learned <laughs> no, a lot today. I think at the end of the day, we can just say different church, same pew. Different church, same pew. Yeah. And, it's, and the pew's in the back because I'm not sitting in the front. Yeah, and yeah. I might want to sneak out oh, early to catch the Packers. Yeah, sneak out maybe, uh, especially after communion. I'm out of there. They don't but, have the communion in the Lutheran well, deal. Yeah. Oh, sure see, they, they oh do, you do? Hang on. They no, got the it's communion. Like a, it's like once a month. Oh, it's once a yeah. month? Oh, no. Oh, no. Every week. Oh, well, you got to. Hey. Every week. Is, every it a, is it a white wafer or is you got the, the, the unleavened bread? Is it unleavened or is it leavened? Well, we've we've done both. Yeah, with pandemic, we went back to this, the single wafer. It's changed a lot now because pandemic and we're and we have things been contested. We, currently, we've got the wafers at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, right. I, did you have you ever had unleavened <laughs> bread? I mean, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like what those way mean? better than the wafers. Oh, wait. I, there's, some, there's some really good recipes out there yeah. for communion bread. Are you guys mm-hmm. making your own communion bread over there? I have before. I'd like to get back to it, but yeah. I had some tasty stuff. Hey, let's make unleavened bread great again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? What the hell, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> What? Was it ever not great? Every, yeah. It's always been great. <laughs> no, I, been uh, more great. so bring it back. Oh, he wants to bring oh, it back. Oh, oh. So, many, wait, so many wafers. Aren't the there. wafers unleavened? Well, All wafers yeah. are unleavened, right? I mean, I don't, is, is a wafer even bread? Do you, you even know? know what unleavened bread is, yeah. Miles? I literally made it in grade school. Okay. What's the difference then? <laughs> it doesn't rise. <laughs> but Jesus yeah, rose. Well, the wafers... The wafers are bread, and flour, and water. And yeah, hey, uh, your interpretation of wafers is that they're bread, just like the Bible, you know? Could we ever use, like, Nilla wafers? Yeah, can we? Or is well, that disrespectful? Could, could our interpretation well, of it be like we could, we could make Nutter Butters, you know? Oh, Nutter Butters. What, people got pretty creative when we were doing worship purely online. We started to do... Communion. We'd invite our our members to try to grab some, find some bread and some wine nearby. Or if you had just other elements, we uh, 
So, it got pretty interesting in the pandemic. And I heard some stories that people were uh, indeed did use a, a cookie one Sunday and some water or cookies that, and milk. That's and, smart. Yeah. You know, fry. They had, to be, had to be resourceful just being at home. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. See, I'm already See? a changed man. <laughs> Father, you've done, I think you did Pastor, some, you've done so much good, good for us here. You did I some keep wanting work. to call you Father Tom, Pastor yeah. Dave. I'm Pastor sorry about Dave, that. you did some good work today. I'm going to have another beer. Stop saying hell. I'll say heck more. And yeah, uh, I'll raise a beer with you. Yeah. Well, uh, right. we appreciate you calling in today. Yeah. Cheers to and, you. Uh, if, we're ever in, uh, if we're ever in Carol's stream, Chicago, sure. we'll yeah. have to uh, we'll have to swing on through. We'll we'll be in the back, but we'll be in the pew. We'll be there. All right. I'll keep my eye out for you. All right. All right. Sounds we'll good. Have a good one. Bye-bye now. Hey, I'll tell your folks that says hi. Yeah, and watch for deer, okay? They're rotten. Oh, you betcha. Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yep, yeah. yeah. Great guy. Yeah, he was a great guy. He did, you know... I could have gone off the rails. He uh, he was definitely patient, yeah. as a pastor should be with us. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we all learned something today. He was today. slow to anger. Uh, rich in kindness. Rich in kindness. I was like, what is the next so, one? I don't Thanks know the one after that. Picking but. it up. Um, no, that was really good. And I think... Um, it was I, really hard for me not to just be whipping out all the Catholic knowledge that I got. But, I know. You know. I kept. I called him good. father at least three times. I know. You know? I know. Shoot. Yeah, he'll get over it. Hopefully, he's praying for us. I could use it. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't we all? All right. All right. Guys, this Bellied Up episode is brought to you by Tippy Cow. Tippy Cow. Charlie, Tippy Cow is made in Wisconsin. Made in Wisconsin. And I what I like about Tippy Cow, honestly, is the logo. I tell you that right now. It's got a cow that's gone ass over tea kettle. Yes. See that sucker? I like well, that. Or a bunch of uh, hooligans that think it's funny to go cow tipping, you know? Yeah, actually, a fantastic supper club so cocktail. We got deer camp coming up here, Charlie. Yeah, we do. Am I invited? And- we were no. just talking about how we think probably the way that I'm going to celebrate mm-hmm. after getting my 30 point buck yeah. this year yeah. is to take my orange vest off, yeah. set it on the chair after I hit this buck, have myself a nice orange cream tippy cow. Yeah, it's blaze orange to match you. It couldn't fit better. Couldn't fit better. You got yourself a tippy cow. Have a celebratory drink after you. Oh, it just goes down easy. Get that buck Did gone. you know that it's actually made from Wisconsin cows? I did know that. Oh, I thought you were saying you didn't. Well, I was going to say I didn't. I'm glad you pretend. do know that. I mean, yeah. yeah, I did know that. That's definitely one of the selling points. You know, you, you keep it local, you know, keep it local. That's a nice thing. Yeah, you, you might be the first one to ever coin that phrase. Keep, keep it, it local. local. Yeah. Keeper local, yeah. Keeper yeah, local. Oh, is that an impression of me, Miles? That's my impression of you. Oh my God, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that tippy cow is cold. <laughs> um, I like it over ice. Do you like it over ice? You like it just slightly? You like it chilled? Well, how do you like it? I like the cow? ice to melt for a little bit. Yeah. And just allow the the aroma to it's open just, up. It's like uh, it's like a Thanksgiving dinner. It's you a know? Thanksgiving Stuffing dinner. It's all the juices. Yeah. Just let it marinate in there, and you got yourself just a nice little after-hunt drink. In the cup. A little Thanksgiving drink in the cup. Oh, you're putting the mic right up to the slurp. Yes. Good for you. It's actually going down pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, guys, if you want a nice little after-buck 
drink at deer camp. Got to get yourself some tippy cow. The orange cream, baby. It matches the blaze orange just like you're hunting. And uh, every good deer camp should have it. So check it out. Look for the cow that's gone ass over tea kettle. Guys, you know this by now. We are big flea farm guys here at the Belly It Up podcast. And uh, what Fleet Farm's got going on right now, November 4th through the 12th for the Veterans Day sale, is all veterans and active military receive 10% off all of their in-store purchases. Um, So all of you that have served, not only thank you for your service and everything you've done to uh, help our country be great, you also get 10% off. I think that's a pretty sweet deal. What do you think, Charlie? Pretty fantastic. Yeah. Just head on over there, hunting, fishing, whatever you like doing, uh, you know, get out there and figure it out and, uh, you know, take uh, take 10 percent off. There's also a good time too to remember what Veterans Day is all about. Absolutely is. And uh, if anyone knows that, it's the folks over at Flea Farm. They've supported veterans for a long time and as do we. As do we. And uh, so head over to Fleet Farm November 4th through the 12th for the Veterans Day sale. 10% off um, anything you get in store. And well, uh, all of our uh, active military and veterans are headed into Fleet Farm. They also got Orange Friday tomorrow. So it's kind of just everything wrapped into one. So it's a, it's a good deal. The Minnesota Orange Friday is uh, happening this weekend, too. So. Veterans Day sale, Orange Friday, the whole thing. Um, thank everyone for their service, and uh, hopefully uh, everyone has a good opening weekend in Minnesota. Good opening weekend, and uh, and enjoy um, enjoy the hunt. Hello, who do we got on the line? Hey, this is uh, Ethan in, uh, out in Michigan. Ethan from Michigan. Ethan What's going on today? In Michigan. What's up? Well, uh, I recently became an uncle, and I just want to know, uh, how young is too young to take a kid out hunting, in your guys' opinion? How young is too young to take a kid out hunting? Well, the fact that you said I recently just became an uncle, that to me says uh, probably <laughs> that's too young. You might be too young. <laughs> if you're yeah, saying. You might be right. Yeah. Well, I, and here's why. I think we need to think about reasons why it's too young, right? One. They uh, can't really control when and they can and not go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And if yeah, you're sitting in a deer stand, that's going to give you away. That scent is going to be uh, all over those woods. Yeah. You know, they're yeah, going to know good. some fishy's going on. Or something some, people going some, on. Some people going on. <laughs> yeah. And also, if they can't control when and where they're pissing, they probably can't. Uh, they they probably you probably don't want them around a loaded gun. Yeah. You know, well, historically speaking, uh, I mostly bow hunt, so it's not really as okay. Good. Oh, okay. Well, then, but so then, then you really got to be worried about the scent. That's a big one. Two, if they can't control their bathroom activities, they probably can't control when they're crying and not crying. Gonna mm-hmm. give you away sound. So now we got two reasons. Why a deer is going to turn the other way. They have to be old enough to play the who can stay quietest the longest game. Yes. And actually be Uh, good at it. Actually win. Yeah. So what, like four or five maybe? Uh, Well, now we're getting to the question. Do you want them? um, Why do you want them? There, I think, is the other yeah, question. Of, question. Are you? Do you want them there because you're you're bonding with them, or because you're trying to double yeah, dip yeah, on I'm babysitting just, time? 
No, I'm just trying to help bring up the next generation of hunters. Keep the, I, keep the I, I, love, I that. love that. You don't need any other reason other than yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's great. You're trying to mold the next gen yeah. of hunters. Um, Now, I will have to say, they're not going to really remember shit when they're five. So I, I know what you're that. thinking. Like, hey, get them young. They don't know anything different. You can, I mean, you can wait even until they're 10. Yeah. I and you know what I think um I I do, do you like, remember anything you know, before I, 10 years old I like, remember, I yeah I remember a few things it's it's nice to get out the, in the woods and do that you know but here's the other question is are they are they uh were they raised on an iPad you know what I mean <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're taking them away from any sort of Wi-Fi you gotta know if they're uh not iPad you gotta know if they're iPad trained or not because if they're iPad trained that's that's going to be a lot of, so uh, when do we get out of here, you know, kind of a thing. But maybe that's what you're teaching them anyway, which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, here's another thing. You should bring out a pair of binoculars and let them look out the binoculars. The more toys you can give them. that Yeah, get them a toy pair of binoculars to start right now. Train them for when they get them real binoculars. Um, another thing too is, this is actually real advice here, is even if they're not coming and sitting with you in the stand, bring them around all the activities, get them comfortable with, uh, you know, the the trophy deer that you bring home, bring them around deer camp once in a while so they can start to experience it, even if they're not going and sitting with you. Yeah. Teach them euchre. You know, that's yep. a big one. Teach them teach cards. Teach them how to gamble late at night at deer camp. Yeah. Teach them that young. Yeah. Kind of get them involved with all the other aspects of it. That way you don't necessarily need to take them out on probably a cold day. I'm assuming, mm. you know, and, and throw them right out there in the mix. But you know what? Uh, we should also say that both Miles and I have absolutely no kids or any idea what the hell we're talking about. So you may uh, your instincts may be even better. And if you do end up taking uh, your nephew out or your niece out, um, let nephew. us know how it goes. What did you say it was? He's a nephew. He's a nephew. OK, another cool. good thing you could do is they, as soon as they start walking, Send them out through the woods, have them flush deer out. That oh. could be a good one. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do you have how we should ask? As as we we haven't asked. We haven't asked this. How old is your nephew? Uh, about three weeks. Oh, geez, three weeks. Getting ahead of the game. Three weeks. He's getting ahead of the game. You're not gonna remember any of this advice when it comes to you know we're gonna have to have this call all over again. <laughs> In five years. Hey, I get it, though. He's excited. He know? is excited. He's yeah. like, I've got a new hunting buddy, all that. But oh, that's, yeah, you're going to have to be patient. Man. Yeah. Have you been around? Uh, what, what's his name? What's the little guy's name? Uh, his name is Declan. Have you been around Declan a lot in these first three weeks? Uh, a couple times, but okay. I'm about 45 minutes from my brother. So, <laughs> well, and you got to so, hunt. To so, there. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, up in, I'm actually up in the stand right now. Oh. <laughs> so, so time out. You <laughs> called in in the deer stand. You might as well climb that down that baby and just head back to the truck because I, I mean, I, is that what, I was wondering why he was being so quiet. I know that would make sense. And he's okay. given us right, more than hey, a whisper. No, we got a whisper. Yeah. He's up oh, there yeah. in the stand. Yeah, sorry. All right. So what are you seeing out there now? You seeing these squirrels? Uh, 
Just a couple squirrels. That's about it. A couple of squirrels. Did you see? You didn't see any deer today. Did you see any deer this week? Uh, shh, shh, a couple of does maybe. Shh, quiet. quiet you're you're quiet. talking really loud. Yeah, you gotta keep it down. Um, now, did you bring the dopey? Yeah, you gotta, okay. gotta go in our house. You're talking so loud. Talking so loud. Keep it down. So okay. Did you see any big bucks on your trail cams? Ah, uh, not yet. <laughs> No bucks on the trail cam, son of a gun. That is so... Oh, I, I also haven't checked the cam much. <laughs> okay. That's probably he, why. He forgot where he put the trail cam. Hey, hey, question. Who had the baby, your brother or your sister? My brother. Okay. Go to your shh. brother. Yeah, you got to... Shh, shh, shh. Go over to your brother's deer stand. His ass is screwed for the next, like, year and a half. Yeah, he's, he's not going to make it in any there. hunting. You use his deer stand and don't tell him. Oh, I would do that, but he doesn't. He's not much of a hunter. Oh, okay. Not, oh, okay. Yeah. I see what I see. What's going on? I see what's going on here. Too. So he's trying. He doesn't want his nephew to turn out like his brother. That makes so much I sense. Now get it. We get it. Okay. We see you. Hey. Get that, get that kid in the deer stand ASAP. as soon as possible. Next week. Next week, if you can. Bring baby formula. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, it's going to be weird when he starts trying to suck on your nipples. And for- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't, I don't Can know you where Imagine to- if a deer walked right now up to a stand and he shot the buck. Just all live on the podcast. That would be so cool. Be so good. Yeah. That would be cool, but <laughs> I'm uh, not seeing anything at the moment. Well, yeah, that's because you've been screaming this whole yeah, time. Geez, Chase, so We're trying to get you to hush down there. Well, look, good luck up there. Uh, you got your, uh, what pound, uh, what poundage you got on that bow there? That was 70. Oh, yeah. Nice. Are you good? Are you good shot? I'm pretty decent shot. Yeah. So you're just skipping out on work or what's what's going on? How are you able to be out there? I got out a bit early today, but normally I get out at around four anyway. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose. Oh God, it's a we've been beautiful a day yeah, too. I suppose it is about four p.m. Is anyway. it really? Yeah. It's seventy degrees out there. I isn't tell you it? what, time really uh, stands still in this bar, and that's so you know you're in a good small town bar. Is if you don't even know what time it is. Oh, they got a patio here. Maybe we do the rest of the pods at the patio. Yeah, maybe that'd be our but, first uh, patio thing. Well, we appreciate you calling in. We hope that your uh, luck gets a little bit better here towards the end of the day. Yeah. But, uh, I think, you know what? We did a 180. Get that kid in that deer stand as soon as possible so he doesn't end up like your brother. Amen. And tell your brother and, and your sister-in-law we says hi and congratulations. All right, will do. Have a good one, fellas. All right, you, watch man. for deer. Will do. We would be terrible in a deer stand together. We'd be terrible uncles, too. Oh, my God. You know? Well, I am an uncle, actually. Oh, I am an uncle, too. I'm actually not <laughs> bad at that. Hey, Tim Oak, we're terrible uncles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would be. We are. Yeah. Um. I, you know, I'm actually not. A, so we've had this. I mean, this is a wild episode. We've had a priest. We've had our first pastor. First he's a, pastor. He's a pastor. Oh, he's pastor. A sorry. Potato, tomato. Different My church, bad. different collar. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, call from a deer sand. 
pastor calling in. This is a good episode. I'm and feeling good also, about this. At the end, we get a the beautiful bar Halloween candy I brought that. up. Oh, and yeah. that, that that is the biggest bowl. Look Any, at that sucker. Oh Holy my God. smokes. Hey, I'm gonna take a whopper. Yeah, you, you? you like you like eating whoppers? I'm gonna do a Twix mini. Thank you. Oh, oh, we can good. take we're more. Good. Well, I'll uh, take a Reese's okay. too. There he is. Not a, ah, yeah, not a sponsor, yeah. but I, I, you know. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Well, you know what I like sometimes? I like putting a Reese's in the freezer. I do too. Get it nice I and cold. Too. Then you savor it a little more. People you don't just devour caramel it. caramel candy in the freezer are terrible people, I think. Caramel candy. Oh, to make hard, hard caramel. Well, hard. then it melts in your mouth. Yeah, but not I'm, in your a, hand. I'm not in love with it. Could hurt your teeth, you know? Well, if you bite into it, but the whole point know, is so you, you just that. sit there and you let it. You just got to patience. Well, just... get some freaking patience. No. Okay. That's why I can't bow hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I got a rifle on. I can't wait for him to get that close. Yeah, they you know? to get close um all right well i think that was a great episode that was great hey um yeah thank you everybody for listening to the bellied up uh podcast deal. share it with your friends yeah um it's been quite quite a ride we've uh went from zero listeners to a lot in the past six months and it's uh pretty cool to see all of uh, you listeners sharing it and uh, interacting and calling in as well. Yeah. And we really appreciate all that. Yeah, it is. We can't, We literally cannot do this podcast without all of you. Otherwise, it would just be me and Charlie saying the dumbest stuff to each other <laughs> yeah. over and over. So it's nice that we got some people calling in. It really is nice. Thank you all. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Bellied Up podcast. Sponsored by Fleet Farm. We love it. Um, and as always, don't forget to tip your bartender. Tip your bartenders. We'll see you guys in the next one. Real good. Bye-bye.